Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy modifiers to the 40th anniversary of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Yeah, we've done 40 of these. Feeling really, really tired and, and old, but that's unrelated really. But thank you so much for sticking out for 40 episodes of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. And before we get to our fantastic guest, yeah, fantastic guest on the 40th anniversary. How about that? I have to tell you about our upcoming shows. We got some great shows coming up. We're going to be at JohnCon. That's going to take place at John Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland. You can come check us out April 4th, 5th, and 6th. Oh my God, that's this weekend. Uh, But you can come see us play Laser Tag. We're not running it, but we're going to play Laser Tag, and it's going to be awesome. We're also going to be doing stand-up. We're going to be doing Beyond the Tentacle. We're going to be doing Ask a Supervillain. And we're going to be doing an episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Plus, we are judging your fan fiction, so I get to get my Simon Cowell on. That's a dated reference now. He's not even on the show. In any case, if you don't want to see all of Plus Two Comedy, you can come just see me at All Things Com. That's comedy, comics, and competitions. It's a nerd comedy show at Luna Moon Comics in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yes, that's 34 South 40th Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Locust Moon Comics. Come see myself, along with the fantastic host, past guest David Piccolomini and Eddie Finn. Plus, you get to see, along with me, future guest Trevor Cunyon. I'm sure I'll have him on eventually. And past guest Short Stack. So be sure to see All Things Calm at Locust Moon Comics in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's going to be April 10th. So if you're planning on coming to the podcast uh, April 10th, we're not having one. Come April 10th at 7.35. I don't know why that's time. It's kind of odd. To Locust Moon Comics in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Or we are proud to announce that April 25th and 27th, we will be at Zenkai Con. So come see us at Zenkai Con in Lancaster County Convention Center for another fantastic comedy show. I love Zenkai Con. It's one of our favorite cons. You get to see all my good friends like Uncle Yo and Ian Rubin and all those folks there. So be sure to come check us out. That's going to be April 25th and 27th at the Lancaster County Convention Center. Plus, you get to go to Lancaster and they have like really good food. So I highly recommend it. It's a good time. And before we get to our fantastic guest, Mr. Giant Minus from Deceptic Comics, I forgot to say that earlier, I have to tell you about our fantastic sponsor. It's Amazon.com. Please click the link below and then shop as normal. And you are supporting the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Buy the things that you needed and that you want. Get that video game. Get that Portal t-shirt. Get that movie. Get that gift for your mom that you forgot to get her for her birthday. She's really upset about it. But do it through the Plus Two Comedy link. The products don't cost any more money. We just get to take a little bit of spare change out of the deep, deep pockets of Amazon.com. Thank you for your support. So... Without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home, to the place where wild nerds roam, with pretty girls and dudes and kids, going to cons is our escape. It's like a mega-fucking set of soft-filled 
Who's ready for a podcast? Shit. Oh, that was good. That was really good. Real good. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? Couple of people. Couple people. <laughs> not not quite getting what the cheering thing is. Just <laughs> moaning sadly. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. We are live at Jester's Playhouse. That's five four five Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey. I am joined by the Crystal Skull to my Indiana Jones, Mister Will Liam. How you doing, Will? You, you know what I miss? What? Surge. You remember Surge? Surge <laughs> might have been slurred. Surge was really good. Yes. Yeah. I think Surge is slurred. To continue a conversation we had not recorded. And Storm. Remember Storm? I do. It was it was a, a heavily caffeinated Sprite. <laughs> that was good stuff. Or do they still make Mountain Dew Midnight Black? Oh, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. No. Ah. But it tastes like amp, if you need amp. Does it taste like Skittles? Kind of. Ooh. Anyway... Our special guest is a stand-up comedian. He is part of the Decepticomics, and he is a fellow loser of the Stress Factory March Madness <laughs> Tournament 2014. Give it up for John Minus. Thank you. Thank you. It was both undeserved. Well, yours was more undeserved. You actually had a really good set. Yeah. Last night, uh, me and John were at the Stress Factory up in uh, North Jersey, and we were competing in the March Madness Tournament, and we both lost... It was uh, a. So that's what you're getting for free. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting two losers. If we had one, you'd have to pay for this. <laughs> well, we made it to the second round. Yeah. So that's good, which Something. means we used our best jokes in the first <laughs> round. I totally blew my load too early. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? It, since we're talking about the, the tournament, uh, <laughs> and people are giggling. Uh, we were told that we were supposed to use different material, but not everybody did. Not everybody. And did I feel at like all. we should have gotten credit for, did those for yeah, being writers. Better. Yeah, they won. Well, yeah, they used their good stuff both <laughs> exactly times. over and over. Yeah. Well, it was it set up like March Madness, so we were facing off head to head with somebody. So even if you did really well, like I did, and if the other guy was just a little bit better, you still got the boot. To the guy that told you to use your worst stuff second have like sunglasses and look suspiciously like the person that you went up against. <laughs> Don't bother with the good stuff. <laughs> you should use terrible material. Well, th- this is also the, the competition that when I won in the first round, they booed. <laughs> that, I got... that you won or during your set? No, that I won. They're like, and the winner of that round, Noah Houlihan. Boo. <laughs> we don't like him. No. It's terrible. But John Minus is here. <laughs> you yeah, should hey. probably talk to him. Tell us about the Decepticomics. Uh, Decepticomics are... <laughs> wow. Decepticomics are me and Gordon Baker Bone, Sarone Russell, Dylan Stevenson, and Mike Brown. And we, um, we do comedy as a group, but not like all together. We just do shows together. And I tried to make it like a, you know, a geek thing. But they rebelled against it. But we're all kind of <laughs> geeky. We just don't do it on stage. But we, when we're like driving to gigs and stuff, we're talking about video games and mm-hmm. and like I'm talking about I'm talking about role playing. They're talking about role playing, but it's not the same role playing because uh, everybody else in the group gets tons of ass, and then there's me. <laughs> so like, is that how you measure ass to, in, in, in the in tons? Weighted, not, yeah, yeah. Oh. You don't measure it metrically. It's, that's that's bad. Oh. 
Because you I, have I, like a kilogram of ass. I've been no, saying that's weird. I've been saying I've been getting gallons of ass. I guess that's that's the uh, empirical system. <laughs> I actually had to look it up for a joke because I I had a joke. Ab- <laughs> I had a joke about how my penis was. <laughs> There's no swearing on the show, just so you know. He said penis. I know. Yeah. I'm I'm setting it up. All right. I don't know what's after how, that. It was just about how you can measure it in in uh, metric or imperial, and it would be just as good, right? And uh, but I had to look up like what it because I didn't know what the word was for the system we use. So I think it's <laughs> imperial, but it could also be standard. But, <laughs> to us or correct? Yeah, it's the first place you have American. to look. Every time I'm like, oh, I need to convert from metric to imperial. I need a marble notebook. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I should go to the internet. I need one of those marble notebooks. Because it's right it's here. In the back. You know where it is. Yeah. They you don't got have to Google it. <laughs> Screw giving Google more money. <laughs> they got enough. Give the marble notebook people more money. <laughs> That'll show Google. <laughs> They're directly in competition, aren't they? I don't know how to Yeah, I imagine works. they offer a similar service. <laughs> Against the marble notebooks? Yeah. Dear Google, I'm no longer using your services. <laughs> You've lost a customer in John Minus. I kind of imagine it fading away like Tom Riddle's diary. And then Google's like, we don't care. Google is probably listening right now. Yeah. Is planning to kill us. And Google still un- don't care. That's the way I want to go out. Killed by a giant corporation. <laughs> Sounds like a video game or, you know, yeah, a role-playing game more likely. Like if, if uh, I don't know, Netflix took me out. <laughs> what did you do to Netflix? Yeah. I don't know what I could do, but they, wouldn't it be amazing? Like I pissed off all of Netflix. <laughs> like all I just, of Netflix? I gave out my account too like many times. Like they have times. the same show. Yeah. Well, actually, um, I just discovered that Attack on Titan is on Hulu. And on Netflix. Yes. I'd rather watch it on Hulu. So maybe that would be the that last would be, straw. Yeah, they'll come after you for that. <laughs> for rather watching it on Hulu? <laughs> or like Pentex. Like if it was just a really evil corporatization. Corporate. 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 What did I say? <laughs> we, we have a tradition of saying that word incorrectly on this show. <laughs> so you can say corporization. I'm a big fan of that or word. Monsanto. I, I've been. I've been using Hulu, uh, not Hulu Plus, but just Hulu recently. Uh-huh. That's so fun to do the, the Netflix endless scroll to just see what's there, because it's nothing but terrible horror movies. Oh. <laughs> the only oh, thing yeah. that's on there. Hulu and, has the worst movies. Hulu has Atlantic Rim, which, Atlantic if you, oh, Rim yeah. which if you look too fast, you might think was Pacific Rim, but it's not. <laughs> it's so not. Have you seen it? I haven't gotten around to watching it I yet. really wanted... I was hoping it would be the events of Pacific Rim from the people that live in the Atlantic Ocean, where they're like, life's great over here. There's no, <laughs> no giant aliens, no nothing. It's, yeah. it's great. What a wonderful time we're having over here. <laughs> Look at all these non-walls. <laughs> Not dying, building a structure. But, it's, but, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. yeah. There's another. There's a lot of cheap ripoffs of movies on on Hulu Plus. Yes, I, lo- I think I'm a big fan of uh, Hansel and Gretel get stoned. Yeah. Instead of fighting witches, that's, that's a on good Netflix. One. Uh, uh, Frozen Queen is another good one. Ooh. <laughs> and uh, Jack the Giant Hunter. Yeah. Instead of Slayer, he just hunts them. He does it more for game. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 
But he doesn't kill him. He just takes pictures of him like Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. What is? When did the taking pictures of video games start? Was it Pokemon Snap? Because I've recently started watch, playing Wind Waker. Beyond Good Beyond and, good e- and no, Evil. No, I think Pokemon Snap came out before Beyond Good and Evil. Because I remember Pokemon Snap and then Fatal Frame came out. Like, mm-hmm. right? Because like, let's let's take this idea of taking pictures and you know let's let's. Throw it into this. It's weird, though, because, like, yeah, I just started playing uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on the Wii U, and I call them TMZ missions because you just have to sneak <laughs> up on people and take pictures of them in compromising situations. Well, the <laughs> greatest like, thing about that is there's a button that you hit that turns it from it being a regular yeah, picture to selfies. a selfie. <laughs> so you can take selfies with the boss that's trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, and it's not in the instructions, but if you hit other buttons, he makes different faces. So if it wants just like, hey, Ganon, blah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so going to be my Facebook profile picture. That's the greatest taunt ever. <laughs> Imagine if you did that in fighting games. Like, you're going to be able to fight, and your character's like, Deadpool would do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, awesome game. Oh, by the way, don't let me control the conversation because I no, have total stream of This is great. Stream- <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Because now I'm thinking about, I was, um, I, I do a podcast called The Alter Negro Show. And, That's a great um, segue into the things we need to talk about. No, it's related. It's relevant. And we have. I was complimenting. No, you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't sarcasm. Oh, okay. That was probably um, going to come up as a question. <laughs> and we have we we our network, non-productive network. We have a network of podcasts. We did. They were doing a March Madness of fictional female characters. So we got Ooh. like sixty-four female characters, and people are voting on who's their favorites. And um, people have been writing defenses of who they want. And I wrote a defense of Susan Storm because I thought she's way underrated. But it was either between her and She-Hulk because I love She-Hulk. Yeah. So I was reading Played up- by China in the porn. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a good China story, too. Oh, but, uh, if, um, So I was reading up on She-Hulk, and it says in Marvel vs. Capcom 4, she calls Deadpool out on breaking the fourth wall before he did, which is amazing. Absolutely like, like amazing. She did it like if you fight him, if you're She-Hulk and you fight him as like your boss character, she calls him out on breaking the fourth wall in comic books before he was. She-Hulk was Deadpool mm. before Deadpool. When John Byrne was writing She-Hulk, she would always refer to him, the audience. She would turn pages. Huh? It was that's it was hilarious. She- <laughs> Wait a minute, that's a whole new thing. She-Hulk was like, hilarious. I'm turning this. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not she- done reading. <laughs> There was one cover where they have her jump roping, and she's like, this is a bull. <laughs> she's jump roping naked. <laughs> That's a cover? Yeah. John Byrne and Peter David did some amazing... Peter David does amazing anything. But uh, now, when- now, I have to argue, though. I, bo- I thought the first comic book character to break the fourth wall was the Joker. Because the Joker was always aware of the medium he was in. I did not know that. There- there's a lot of, like, turn-to-camera, like... A narration and stuff. I, I want to say the Joker was first. Yeah, but does it count? Because I feel like he would just like thinking he was breaking the fourth wall, but not real. Like he in real life was turning to no one and smiling. <laughs> and people in the comic, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> I imagine there might be an audience here. Yeah, the the same thing that people did to Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All. Yes. Like, why are you talking to your wall? <laughs> Make me another video game. <laughs> maybe maybe people aren't schizophrenic. Maybe they're just breaking the, the fourth, fourth wall. wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they're aware of the medium they're <laughs> in. They're talking to the audience, and the rest of us are like, "All right, uh, hispr- risper it all." 
No, but you don't understand. It's entertaining. Haldol. Oh. <laughs> I do psych on his side. Uh, actually, that's my main job. That's why I know what antipsychotics are. I'm not actually. I like that you correct like psych on the side. Like you're a back alley psychologist. Almost. Oh, I thought like, you pretended point. to be a psychic and solved <laughs> mysteries. That's what doing psych on the side meant to me. No, I don't have a sitcom on USA. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about that show, though. Great show. I, I was super into it the first season, and then I dropped off. I really off. like it when they make fun of The Mentalist. Yes. Because it's the same show, and and uh, what's his name? Sean's dad loves it. So he's, oh, yeah. whenever he makes fun of The Mentalist, his dad, Corbin Burns, is like, hey, don't make fun of The Mentalist. It's a great show. <laughs> See, I got into Psych because, and this is my exact thought when I saw the commercial, hey, that guy from The Celebrity Mole is in this. <laughs> And that was the second thing I'd ever seen Corbin in, <laughs> besides the celebrity mole. I was weird, because as a kid, I, literally a kid, like under 10 years old, I used to watch L.A. Law. Oh, really? Yeah. I used to really like hour-long procedurals as a child. <laughs> so, of like, course, you went into stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> because that's what you do. Exactly. Yeah, so you- I- I, I try and work geek stuff into my comedy, but like people don't always get it. Like I had I had I wrote this whole thing, like ten minutes about why they didn't want Doctor Who to be black. And maybe it's just kinda racist or something. Maybe that's why nobody laughs at it. <laughs> It'd but be like, harder for him to time travel, I think. Well yeah, I always say like <laughs> yeah, there's black some people can't go. <laughs> black people can't time travel because we can never drive a car to eighty five miles an hour eighty eight miles an hour without getting pulled over first. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, they're afraid to make the the doctor black because they, he turned the TARDIS into a Cadillac or an, <laughs> or an Escalade on rims. And I'm like, this is not what we would do. It's just I think this is what the white sci-fi writers think we would do. <laughs> like, I don't trust. And people say there should be more diversity in sci-fi. I'm like, have you met a sci-fi writer? They've never met anyone brown. Ever. <laughs> None. I don't want them writing characters. I'm going to say that's, I, like, I've watched a, quite a few... Uh... Like original sci-fi films, I don't know any brown people that no. appear in any of them. No, no. I think I, there might be one Western zombie movie. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Someone get de- back to me on that. No, you're right. I've seen it. Oh, good. <laughs> they shoot. Definitely... They shoot the climax of it with the main villain and the main characters not on the same set. <laughs> yes. Oh, so crazy. No, th- this happened. So the like Confederate general zombie kind of stabs off screen, and then a dude gets stabbed from off screen, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and it just keeps cutting back and forth because they were not on the same set. They did. They didn't care for each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, 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 as a black man, the sets be were separate but equal. Oh, what they were. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> like you, you said better. you had a good China story? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you ever go to Exotica? No. The, all right. They, Exotica, but, but I know it's coming soon. Yeah. They, oh, they okay, have it the in Edison, Expo? New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They have it in Edison, New Jersey, so, which is like right near where I live. So, um, so I, I go, I went a, a few years, and I went with my one friend, this little Asian girl, and China was hardcore hitting on her, like drunky, drunken, sloppy hitting on her, oh, like wow. trying to get her back to her room. And I talk, later on, I talked to this other comic, he was like, yeah, China did that to me too. She apparently just goes to these cons to hook up with random people. And... Mm, it's not <laughs> a con, like, in April. Yeah. So if Guys. you want to hook up with China, <laughs> if that's your dream... yeah. 
it's really not that hard to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your dream, you probably already followed through. Yeah. <laughs> also, you should dream bigger. <laughs> don't, don't, don't plateau at Sleepy with China. That's yeah. <laughs> that should be one of those, uh, um, those, uh, what do you call it? Motivational posts? <laughs> well, yeah, that. <laughs> But live, one of you, those, live out your dream unless it's sleeping with China. <laughs> one of those cable commercials where it's like when you when your cable goes out, you go and, <laughs> you go to Exotica. When you go to Exotica, you end up sleeping with China. When you sleep with China, you plateau in your life way too early. Don't end up sleeping with China. <laughs> at, le- at least you didn't go with like the guy with the kids. Is it a good idea to sleep with China or not? Not. <laughs> You guys know what commercial I'm talking about? Yeah. It's important to the joke that oh, you've yeah. seen <laughs> yeah. that commercial, or else it, I just kind of sound kind of insane. <laughs> so where can we hear your podcast? <laughs> it's on www.nonproductive.com, and I'm uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Don Coyote, at Don Coyote. Don Coyote? Do you know that reference? It, well, it's not even close to your name, so yeah. uh, it's weird branding. Well, I start, I was like, on Twitter way before I started doing anything. Like oh. podcast or 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 stand up comedy or anything. I've been on Twitter a really long time. Can you take really your hipster depressing. glasses off real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it as a mark of, of a badge of honor. I'm saying it in shame. Oh, shame. Oops, all right. <laughs> and I deserve to be derided for it. That's what I'm doing. Oh well, good. <laughs> Do it harder. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> Thank you. Stop yeah. telling me that. Stop agreeing with me. Um, so Don Coyote. <laughs> There was I a do Hanna- not get that reference. I'm there sorry. was a Hanna Barbera. Where you where you were just saying I'm not crazy. Like there's there's so many I'm not crazy conversations that go on with like cartoons and movies where you think you're the only one who saw it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I had this with my friend with Galaxy High. There was a cartoon on CBS in the early '80s called Galaxy High about these two kids who these two Earth kids who got sent to a galactic high school. <laughs> And they're the only uh, I'm not humans this. there. No, hold no, on. this happened. No, this no, hold wasn't on. a fever dream. Was there a girl from Mars with rainbow hair? Was this on Nickelodeon? No, no, no. Space, is, space case, space, space cases. cases. Yes. No, it That's was a real show. It was definitely on CBS, and they had a. No, mer- then you're making this up. This is. <laughs> I hate to tell you that you're a crazy person. Well, another example of this is the Adventures of Don Coyote. It was a Hanna Barbera cartoon about Don Quixote. Except he was, was a, coyote. a coyote. Yeah, and his sidekick was Sancho Panda, and he was a panda. See, so yeah, the panda yeah, sounds panda. more familiar than Don Coyote. And Wasn't there a donkey Yoti or yeah. something? There was a Hanna Barbera. I remember that. Did he take part in the wacky races? Because yeah, that's he the have, only did he have way. A wacky race I don't think mobile? he was in a wacky race. He was after the wacky races. Um, but yeah, there was Don Quixote. Yeah, then who cares? And Sancho Panda, and he could never say his horse's name right, so he kept calling him Rosanini and Rosanani and Rosa because he couldn't say Rosanante right. And yeah, it was a children's cartoon based off of classic literature. So it did, yeah, <laughs> very limited pool to that, draw well, that from. That used to be the thing. I mean, I miss Wishbone. With kids today aren't getting Wishbone. It's What's true. Wishbone? Oh, what? what? What's the story, Wishbone? It's a dog that taught you about classic literature. What channel was it on? PBS. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah, PBS. <laughs> right. Don't scoff at Are you PBS. learning stuff? Yeah. Yes. Now who's a hipster? I only watch cartoons where <laughs> I can learn something about literature. He wasn't a cartoon. He was a dog actor. What do you think hipsters are? <laughs> I don't know. 
Because I, I think we have very different definitions. I don't. I don't really talk to them. That's that's probably for the best. We can agree on that. I like making up my own stereotypes about things, <laughs> <laughs> and then spreading them. So now, like, I want people to think that hipsters only watch educational <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> Who's gonna Who's gonna judge him otherwise? Who's gonna Who's gonna tell me I'm wrong? That Nobody. That's right. who. Okay. <laughs> All right. Things are getting heated. <laughs> uh, so before we move on, what else is on your uh, podcast network? What else can we listen to on uh, uh, Productive? A lot of nerd stuff. There's um, Loud Idiots. They do a lot of wrestling and horror stuff. Ooh, um, that's right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, there's Line Cutters who do a lot of video game and anime and anime stuff. And um, there's best of best of three, and they do um, board game reviews. Cool. They 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 also live stream um, magic, which is, seems like the dumbest thing ever, and it could be because I I only started playing magic in December, which everybody's like, it's been out for how long? Yeah, forever. You're just getting, Ever. Yeah. I'm 36 years old. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna start playing magic. That's yeah. <laughs> I need I something think to throw my the money into. <laughs> it was either that or Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh. You made the right choice. I, I wanted to play Yu-Gi-Oh. No. I've seen every episode. Uh, you mean of Yu-Gi-Oh. Duel Monsters? Yes. <laughs> Everything. And mo- monster dice, whatever. <laughs> I, I think John might be the first guest we play a game after the show. <laughs> Are we going to Bakugan brawl? Oh, yeah. Bakugan. Let it rip. That's Beyblade. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I was moving to the next step. <laughs> but I play magic like Yu-Gi-Oh. Like I pull out, I pull out a card. Like I play shipwreck kraken in attack mode. <laughs> I've always said if Magic had like a, a Do you an have arm the thing, oh, then yeah. I would wear it. All totally. The, like I'm disappointed when I see Yu-Gi-Oh players. They don't have like the arm piece, and they're not like into wear a costume. Why not? Yes. Get into your game or be a villain. That's if I yeah, get just into steal a... people's cards, throw them off the side of the <laughs> ship before they can play. If I if I get into a collectible card game, I want to be one of those guys who's like, "Oh, you want to play me? Well, for this game, you have to lock your legs into this thing that will electrocute you whenever you lose a card." It's like ah, that's not in the rule book like anywhere. Well, that's just how I roll. Well, then I won't play a children's card game with you <laughs> in your face. Was that James he's, Bond? He's, where they had to play a game where they got electrocuted? No, that they, is no, an episode Yu-Gi-Oh. of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, really? I you had to feel was, the pain think, of your duel monster. Yeah, no, I remember that now. I'm pretty. I'm almost certain James Bond had to play a game where... I don't think where James he, Bond has ever played Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> what if he did? Oh, what if they were like, great. what's your game, Mr. Bond? Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Duel monsters. <laughs> duel monsters. Are we playing Baccarat? No, we're not playing Baccarat. <laughs> My blue eyes white dragon will destroy you. I'm going to make a card, because I know you can make your own cards in Magic. I'm going to make the race card. <laughs> I play the race card in attack mode. Oh, and, of course, put it back in defense back. against all white Magic. You saw that coming. You have an optimistic worldview. <laughs> Well, it's fantasy, so that's why it works. Because <laughs> in reality, not so much. Oh. It's quite the opposite. White magic. Oh, all other colors are useless against you. We like to geek out on this white. show. I play white privilege. <laughs> it's eight mana, but it's really powerful. 
The only problem is you can never admit you have it. <laughs> that is an actual car. That's the funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> and it, it's that- killing me that I forget the name of it, but it's like... It's you like white glory or something. And it's like all white creatures gain plus two plus two in immunity to black, and you're like, oh, magic. It has the magic. No, it has the power to manifest destiny, <laughs> and and you get to just take cards from your opponent's yeah. deck because they're yours. Yeah. Then they join your deck for a really horrible job opportunity. <laughs> This is why I only play. You blue. put it in front of your monster so it dies first <laughs> to protect your monster. We like to geek out on this show, <laughs> and we do it with a segment called "What You Watching, What You Read, and What You Playing," it's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. John, you're new to the group. What you watching? Um, I watch the the only two like appointment TV things I may I have are well three. There's three. There's Grimm. Which I think I'm the only one. Yeah, um, I was about to say I didn't know that was still on. Yeah, the network has said that you are the only one. <laughs> but it's in like three seasons, so somebody must be watching. There's Grimm, there's Shield, and there's Walking Dead. Um, Archer would be on that list, but I never know when Archer's on, so I just catch it on demand. Yeah, I do the that same. Still thing. counts. And um, oh, what else? For having only two, Boondocks you're on four coming. now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm thinking more stuff. Boondocks is coming back. Yes, it is. Oh, is it? Which I'm is... always afraid that that show is going to just evaporate. Well, because Aaron Magruder is kind of flighty. That's the problem. Like, they would they would have it on every day. Comedy Central loves this show. Aaron Magruder's like, I'm going to do this now. Wait, Comedy Central? You mean Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network. Network. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I confused all the time. Because I remember when the Boondocks <laughs> oh, came out, it was announced in one of the bumps as the show that will end Adult Swim. <laughs> <laughs> it probably nearly did. I, I kind of wish that he would do another, like, I love Boondocks, mm-hmm. but he would just do another, like, narrative story with, like, some of the characters who have shown up, like, yeah. the fictional people that have shown up A in... Pip named Slickback. It has... No, like the action. I mean, that would be awesome. The adventures of a pimp named Slipback. Well, he's apparently doing Black Jesus. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, what? It's a show called Black Jesus. Yeah. And it's about the adventures Jesus, of Black Jesus coming back and living in Compton. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this is a thing. It may be just a rumor, but I think it's a real thing. It's been greenlit. <laughs> that sounds great. That, that could end Does Cartoon he Network. <laughs> I can't wait for the crossover with Black Dynamite. Yeah. And Black Di- I think this is why I love Adult Swim. I think they really want to get themselves fired. They come in every day. They're like, what can we do today to get ourselves off the air? Yeah. And they're like, Squidbillies. Squidbillies is great because it's really racist against white people. Yeah, I love That's Squidbillies. Not, why- not because I hate white people. No, no. Like, I do. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> they're awful. Like, they call them chalkies. Like if it I know. was anything else, it'd be horrifying. But for some reason, it's hilarious on there. I, I the only episode of that show I like the Squidbillies aren't in, and it's about like the villain guy. Oh, Dan, Dan Halen. Oh, he's he just has a fish that it's like he's teaching it to hate water. <laughs> Are you saying you're not evil? No, not at all. How about this picture of you crucifying Jesus? <laughs> That's out of context. Here's you assassinating Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Do you, all right. But I gotta ask. What do you guys think of Shield? Because that's uh, I, Will hates it. Uh, you mean 
Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Right. Or, I, or I love, The Shield. I'm like, that's a pretty good show. I, <laughs> <laughs> they're my favorite wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> I loved it and then completely fell off and stopped really? watching it. I, yeah. I did not like it's it. It's like the opposite for everybody else. They're like, everybody else is like, this is crap. And then they're like, eh, it's. I'm of the, uh, it's growing on me. You know like, what? And friends of mine that have continued to watch it have said that a lot of my complaints they've actually started to fix. Which mm-hmm. is good. Because the first couple episodes, I'd always complain that they won't do Marvel stories. They yeah. do these vague, like, oh, like they won't let them. It felt like Marvel wouldn't let them do anything yeah. in case Marvel wanted to make a movie out of it. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you can't have Claw. Why? No one cares because there might be a Claw movie one day. <laughs> but now they're in that. They wouldn't let guest stars from, like, like I don't the want Chris Evans, but, like, somebody else from a Captain America movie could make an appearance. But now they're having a Sammy couple Jackson guys from Thor. Yeah, Sif was, yeah, now they're doing it. Yeah, Sif, Sif was up. just on. Um, there's going to be there's gonna be a whole character. Patton Oswalt just signed on to do a character. <laughs> Wait, but, what? I just read it today. He, I, I forgot who he is, but he's going to be an agent. And um, he was hoping he... Oh, that's exciting. In, in the article, he said he was hoping he'd be Modoc. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, they got to bring in Modoc now. Oh, that's great. Well, the girl from How I Met Your Mother, uh, what's her name? Corey Smol- Smolders? Yeah. That show's ending, so there's talk of her like becoming a full-time character. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah they just need to bring in, like, the, the, the good thing about a TV show is you can develop to second and third tier, tar- third tier characters. Yeah. So they should bring in a lot of people like that, like just regular humans. Um, Doc Samson would be cool. You know, just like random people who are like, oh, you don't get enough attention. It's annoying that they can't have mutants. Yeah. But <laughs> so it, see it. That it's would, better for everybody. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there, we don't want another, uh, oh, what was that? What was that? What was that X-Men show? That wasn't an X-Men show. There was two Heroes? <laughs> no. Oh, I hate that, when I yes, blank on the these things. That. No, they there was did Alphas. H- they tried. Alphas, yes. Alphas was definitely an X-Men show. That wasn't an X-Men show. Yes. Fox had greenlit a live-action X-Men show, and then they, they saw the pilot and canceled it. <laughs> oh, really? That's a true story. Did it not start with... <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, yeah. this. this is dumb. <laughs> All right. Will, what are you watching? <laughs> well, aside from... I'm still finishing True Detective and Breaking Bad. I just want that out there. All right. Uh... I went on this bender of 80. You're just parts. afraid someone's about to yell spoilers about it. I am. I don't even want to mention it. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> I went on this 80s horror movie bender on Ooh. Netflix. So I got uh, I what it happens. I watched uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods yeah. as I do at least once a month. It's a good just movie. To, I it's love that movie. just to check on to see if it's still an amazing movie, and it is. <laughs> it is. It constantly is. And my microphone is leprosy. <laughs> it's falling apart. Um, but then I started reading all the, the monsters that are in it. Like, not even the monsters that you see, like, the ones that you barely... Yeah. And then I was like, well, I'm going to watch all these things that these are based off of. So I watched Hellraiser. I watched Child's Play. I watched Evil Dead, which came out in the 80s. And I watched a couple other things. But I I realized that for some reason in the 80s, everybody knows voodoo or black yes. magic. And it's really confused. Like, Chucky, he starts as a serial killer. He just strangles people. And then he's like, oh, I got shot by the cops. Time for a little voodoo. Get inside this doll. <laughs> and the cop sees it and is like, ah, oh, criminal voodoo. <laughs> Classic escape. 
And Hellraiser's about this dude that's doing like black magic, and then he finds this chick that he was banging, and he's like, yeah, I was doing some black magic, and it went sour. And she's like, oh, I hate when that happens. And you're like, why is everybody like, it's like well, it's the 80s. Everybody knew loose one spell. That's just, those were the times. Well, there is this whole thing in Hollywood where they don't like magic in, in their horror movies anymore, because we had this conversation about the, the move from wreck to uh, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which, is, which was awful. terrible movies, but uh, Wreck is better because it's about magic zombies, while uh, Quarantine is stupid. <laughs> yeah, everything's science now. It's a, it's the same. I feel like it's the same with Marvel, and it, that's kind of annoying me. Like they keep saying, "There's no magic; it's science. There's no magic; it's science. They're not gods; they're aliens." I'm like, why can't they just be gods? Yeah, because I'll- that's offensive to people who already have a god, <laughs> <laughs> like that black Jesus that lives in Compton. <laughs> I didn't mind the, like, equivalency, like, oh, it's either magic or uh, science, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, the second Thor movie bothered me a little bit when they started to, like, scienceify all the magic. Yeah, and I'm like, just let it be magic a little bit. It's yeah. really annoying. Leave it a little bit. They're well, trying to kill it in all of us. Like I said, there's, there's a, a deleted scene in Thor 2 where Cave Johnson is watching all the things fall through the portals, and they're like, oh, I'm going to make a gun out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Not a, not a lot of people knew about that. <laughs> By the way, the show I was referencing, Mutant X. Mutant X? Yeah, it was... A, really? It, it That's was, the best they could come up with? Mm-hmm. There's no way we're getting sued on this one. Mutant <laughs> X. No, it was, it was licensed. It was a Marvel oh, okay. thing. It was a Marvel TV show. <laughs> I was about to say, it was like the main character, Wiener Wolf. <laughs> no, he was Badger. <laughs> Badger <sighs> Maverick. <laughs> Hurricane (laughs) and Professor Y. (laughs) Dr. Y. I'm sorry. That was a little... Cold man. (laughs) And Alphas was a ripoff of Mutant X, which is a ripoff of X-Men. But it was actually better than most of them. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. Was it better than Revolution X? Oh, yeah. The, the game? The game? The, the Aerosmith, Aerosmith licensed game? game? Yes. Because <laughs> nothing's better than that. Oh, my. That was Man, a terrible game. Man, references are coming fast and hard this week. <laughs> I freed so many bikini babes. So many. <laughs> <laughs> they had guns that shot CDs. Because <laughs> that's the only thing that... Aerosmith's like, let's be honest. This is what people are doing with it. <laughs> Couldn't make that game now. You can't shoot MP3s. <laughs> Flash drives. <laughs> USB thumb drives. Nah. So I've been watching... Uh, so Total Divas came back. <laughs> so I've been watching Total Divas. And I've, I'm completely off of Walking Dead. I hate it. It's oh, joyless. Really? And I haven't seen the last four episodes. It's really However, CM Punk was on Talking Dead, yes. so I had to watch that. <laughs> you don't need to watch Walking Dead well, the, the, to watch the Talking The thing about Dead. it was, like, what I want you guys to understand, CM Punk is my favorite wrestler, and he has vanished from wrestling. No one knows if he's fired. No one knows if, he's co- if he quit, if he's coming back. Nobody knows anything. This is the first time CM Punk has been on television since that happened. So I'm like, I'm going to get my CM Punk fill, and I want to watch me some Talking Dead. And, like... It cuts to Chris Hardwick, who had been crying. Like, hey guys, um, we're going to get through this together. And it's a real emotional episode, but, uh, you know, we have one of the actresses here, and uh, we got this girl from Community, and uh, Phil Brooks, who you might know as CM Punk, 
I was like, you don't call him Phil Brooks. <laughs> That's not okay. And I, I'm like waiting for like CM Punk to be wacky, but it's just him like slowly sipping a coffee going, yeah. His wackiness was owned they by died, the WWE. They died, believe- <laughs> He's not allowed to have it anymore. I mean, a couple I- of his tattoos got lasered off. <laughs> He's no longer supporting G.I. Joe. <laughs> but... Yeah, it was it was really a weird phenomenon seeing one of my favorite people not be him, being called the wrong name, and then just people just like openly just like I don't know if I'm gonna be okay after. <laughs> it after was a messed that. up episode. Like I I yeah. watched it and that's why I did my show about this. I was like, whoa, yeah. It, like like they explained a lot of it in in Talking Dead. And I was like, that's a heavy episode. That's it, a bit much. Much. I'm so glad I stopped watching this. <laughs> And it was the first episode two of my friends saw of Walking Dead. So their whole perception of this is capping kids in the back of the head. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much a show. A lot of child execution. Well, what, what, the first time I ever saw it was with Will, and it was the season two uh, uh, opening episode. And uh, it's where Rick is p- prays. You, it's the only time you see him pray, and he prays to God for a sign. And then he goes outside, and they see a deer and then his son gets shot. And I could not stop laughing for a solid five minutes. It's like, take the hint. You're all going to die. There are zombies. <laughs> Give it up. I remember when Carl got shot. It was funny. It was so funny. <laughs> they shot him in front of his dad. <laughs> Just please, God, give me a sign. Carl, no. <laughs> Yuck. So... <laughs> So, uh, what you reading? I, you know, I ha- I haven't actually been reading anything cool lately because I um the last cool the last good thing I read was uh a Nancy Boys because I I never I've never been into Neil Gaiman but somebody was like you got to read American Gods and I was like All yeah right. so I read American Gods I'm like this is fantastic I wish there was more because I got the big book and I'm like all right. I got the big Barnes and Nobles collection. So I was yeah. like, all right, let's see what a Nancy Boy's about. I'm like, it's a sequel. Yay! <laughs> it's like a spinoff. It's, it's like a spinoff of American Gods. And I was so happy okay. that there was more. I, I assumed it was when Nancy Drew teamed up with the Hardy Boys. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> to when solve mysteries. So. Written by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> I was like, that's going to be awesome. That would Solving be awesome. a Cthulhu mystery. That would be amazing. <laughs> but what is, what's Nancy Boy's about? Uh, it's about... Um, Uncle Charlie, who is a Nancy, the spider, the spider god, and his son. Oh, a Nazi, the spider, yeah. not a Nazi, which is no. what I heard. Yeah, I maybe say no, it's a Nancy from the, from, the spider, yeah, like from the fables. Yeah, and his sons and how they interact. So wow, that yeah. sounds really interesting. It is. It's it's a lot less fantastic and more fantastic than you'd think at the same time. So now I'm a real big Neil Gaiman fan. Plus, he married the chick from Dresden Dolls, who is also awesome. <laughs> that is true. Everything, everything is coin-operated awesome. boy. Uh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, as far as comic books, I haven't go, thought I haven't... about the Dresden Dolls in like a year and a half at least. <laughs> so I just. You're bringing back a lot of memories. <laughs> Sorry. Well, every time I think uh, of Neil Gaiman, I think of his hot wife. It's fair. Oh, my God. I did not realize that was the girl from Dresden. I saw her perform. I went to an evening with Neil Gaiman. This is a while ago. Mm-hmm. And his wife performed 
with a ukulele and performed a song about a ukulele, and I didn't know it was the girl from the Dresden Dolls. Holy well, boom! <laughs> well, there you go. Everybody's learned something tonight. <laughs> we also learned that uh, another pre-show conversation that um, Jolt was it might be Slurm. Jolt Cola. No, you, you said Maliello. I said Surge. Surge. That was his Surge. I forgot. Surge and Jolt were kind of the same. Nineties soda. Yes. <laughs> And there, there is a new flavor of Mountain Dew called like Mango Rita. No, <laughs> no, no. Not, is it Mango Rita or is it? It's, it's called Gamer Fuel. I think it's Sangria flavored. <laughs> it's what? Flavor? I think it's Sangria flavored. Sangria? For, you know sangria? those ladies who need a lot of caffeine with their sangria. That's a great prank. Think, yeah, so like, you, we're gonna mix- get hammered. No, no, you're not. <laughs> we're gonna run marathons. I don't feel drunk, but I want to play vampire now. Was there anybody else? <laughs> I didn't know what it was before. <laughs> I've been dying to do this. I played a ton of World of Darkness. Me too. Uh, you did? Mm-hmm. Do you have There's tattoos? No. I don't have a World of Darkness this is always my. This is always my trump card if anybody wants to, like... Put up their geek. I dick. didn't. I wasn't even. I, I was, have, I was I have, like, "Hey, let's talk about a thing we like." And you're like, "You don't like it enough." <laughs> now I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> but whatever. I did pull it out too early. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I've had to say that. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> but yeah, I have I have Mage the Ascension tattoos because I make poor decisions. <laughs> The, 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 and the poor decision was that I should have gotten werewolf tattoos. That's in my mind. That yeah, was, back when it was Apocalypse and not. Yeah. I don't like the new werewolf. Yeah. Scooby Doo, Planet, Captain Planet, like Guardians <laughs> of the Spirit World crap. Damn Team Jacob. I've, I've, <laughs> has there ever been a good uh, werewolf movie? Yeah. Some werewolf were, in, uh, American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. The Howling, the first one's not bad. It's cheesy, but it's I like it. Uh, oh, and what's the soldier's one? Oh, Dog Soldiers. Do- Dog Soldiers movie. is good. Is it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Werewolves in the Army. Sci-Fi made like two good movies, and then they were like, this isn't what we wanted to do. <laughs> and then they made Frankenfish. I didn't become a sci-fi writer. Sci-Fi made Dog Soldiers. To write I didn't know good that. things. Yeah. yeah, Sci-Fi's like, no, 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 no. There's plenty of good movies in the world. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Frankenfish versus Giant Python. <laughs> Let's make a sequel. <laughs> Sharknado was disappointing. Giant Octopus versus Mega Shark, one of the greatest cinema experiences of all time. This is true. This is very true. Ghost Shark as well, very good. <laughs> Will, what are you reading? I actually got to read Shakespeare, Shaken. Oh yes, since I won it. I. <laughs> what, what's that? It is a uh, compilation of comic book stories that are like takes on Shakespeare stories, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I'm glad that Noah read it because I feel like you would have appreciated it more because like. <laughs> I, I like it, and there's a couple of stories that are really cool. I just some of it like I'm not from. I know a little bit of Shakespeare, like I know yeah. Hamlet and I know uh, Macbeth, but I don't know the rest. So I'm kind of okay. reading it, like I don't get these references see, or these lines. See, I love the first one. The very first story in it is uh, a fairy mm-hmm. talking to Marcuccio from uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet. He's the one that caught. He's you know a plague on both your houses. He she gives him the power to like give that plague basically because she is like the fairy of war and uh, he's like well I owe and I will be remembered greatly and they're like yeah but you're, you're gonna get stabbed 
and you're going to have to deal with that. And like in the background, you see the other fairy turning uh, Bottom's head into an ass and stuff like that. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I'm a Shakespeare nerd. I teach English. But I like. I like. I think it was the Tempest that was one page. Yeah. I really, it's like, hey, get out of my island. All right. <laughs> we should probably get off the island. It's like, well, thank you. That really saved me some time. Let's not make this stop. <laughs> so, no, it's good. Though. I like it. M- most Shakespeare plays can be solved in like one sentence. Yeah. So, Macbeth, don't kill that guy. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll end bad. Yeah. Hey, Dad, can we date? No. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll find somebody else out of the, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in the world. <laughs> yeah. If Romeo had looked at a different woman. <laughs> if Romeo had Tinder, the whole thing. Tinder? Yeah, the the dating app. Oh. <laughs> or even OkCupid. Okay like, it would have been a lot less tragic story. <laughs> I'm in love with this woman. No, she's blocked me. I'm in love <laughs> with this woman. Yeah, there you go. You move on. <laughs> Plenty of fish dot com. <laughs> Adult friend finder. Uh, so, uh, what I'm reading? He's like 13. <laughs> that's a good point. He'll be on Geek to Geek. That's <laughs> a real thing. No, I know. That's why I laugh. They charge men, not women. It's, it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> uh. I didn't plan this, but I've been reading The Sandman by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> the f- it, like the first one? The first one. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I so. love it. I thought it was all right. I haven't read a really good comic in a while, but like, I'm not, I haven't finished it yet, but like, the first issue is a century of time, and I thought mm-hmm. it was just very well written and very well done. I didn't And then he pals it. around with Cain and Abel. It's awesome. <laughs> I did like. The, in fact, I've talked about the the, uh, the metaphor battle is my favorite part. I don't know if you got that. I don't yet. think I've got. It's when he's getting all battle. his stuff back. Oh, okay. And his mask ends up in hell, and he has a metaphor battle with a demon for it. That sounds but it's amazing. That, that part's really cool. I just I love the fact that you know we're introduced to this character, the Sandman, and in the entire first issue, you don't see him. Mm-hmm. Like you see like shadows of him. You see him through like the world through his eyes. And, like, he only gives, like, one-word answers to things. And not out loud. It's just, like, him thinking the word soon. And yet you learn a lot about who that character is. I mean, you're with him for a century, so you're going to learn stuff. (laughs) But, yeah, I I love the art style. I love everything about this. I got it for my birthday, and it's it's been a fantastic gift so far. My favorite part from reading that is then watching, and I always mix these up, Insidious and Sinister. Insidious is the one about the boogeyman. Sinister's what? Sinister's the guy in the in the attic watching movies. That Sinister. Insidious actually is a the kid gets possessed and then this yes. woman's like, I need to go into the dream world and finds and she takes this mask out and it's just say, uh, Dream's mask. Okay, like his gas mask, and then she uses that to like find his where this kid's spirit is. She astral projects with it. But I was like, that's not what are you doing? That's a Sandman. <laughs> Well, and they never, like, talk about it. The one thing I did find interesting is there's one part where they're like, oh, that's just where crazy people are. And it cuts to Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately, like, shut it. And I was like, does this say DC? No, it is, it's a, it is technically. Yeah, he, he's, he talks to Martian Manhunter. 
But it's, it's a Vertigo. DC's I think in? Vertigo is DC. Yeah. Oh. He was required. Well, to, I'm just an idiot. Neil Gaiman was required to include some DC stuff in there. That's why he talks to Marsha Manhart. Marsha Manhart's like, oh my God, it's that guy we used to worship. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, it's going to calm down. Well, he talks to John Constantine. That's a really cool part. Well, then Sandman needs to show up in Gods Among Us <laughs> as a downloadable character. Huh. Everyone agreed. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, John, what you playing? Oh, video games. Or uh, it doesn't have to be. Board it could be a board games, game. Card games. You play oh, well, well, yeah. Now. Like I said, I've been playing Magic um, at the ripe old age, and uh, it's it's interesting because I only did it to get closer to my girlfriend because we 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 don't play any of the same games. She likes she likes games, but she likes like Settlers of Catan and you know like apples to apples, like what I consider mainstream. What? Wait a minute, games. hold on. There's no way that those two games were ever in the same category. <laughs> you know, one of those Settler of Catan and apples to apples people. No. <laughs> we were playing. She, li- <laughs> she likes to play Risk and Hi Ho Cheerio. You know how it is. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity and Dixit and Dixit's know, a great game. Like I've been trying to get her to play more imagination based stuff. So, like, because I want to, because I want to get her role play. She's like, I can't role play. I'm like, why not? It's like, because you have to pretend. I'm like, were you ever a child? <laughs> it's like you said. Like they they made you pay to pretend, and I guess the price was too high for her, so <laughs> she never could afford an imagination. <laughs> so like I, but, and so I'm like, well, we'll play mage. And my friend's like, no, you don't start people on Mage. That it's like the little, hardest role-playing game ever. It's a weird thing to have to explain to people. Yeah, it's like, all right, so, you know the Matrix? Uh, it's like that, but much <laughs> but more complicated. Re- you know what? In fact, the closest, it's Harry Potter. It is. Well, the the Order of Hermes is Harry Potter. But then there's like, there's all sorts of mages. There's techno mages. There's witch mages. There's... Is there a band called Techno Mage? Good bass on these speakers. There's like traditional witch mages. There's, you know, druid, you know, there's druid shaman mages. And I was like, there's something in it for everybody. She's like, oh, no. All right, we'll just settle on magic. We, can we agree on magic? So, yeah. Okay. So we've been playing that. I've been playing Wind Waker. Um, she thinks it's just a bunch of sailing and lo- rope climbing. Oh, she's observant. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no, there's a story. It's just every time you're around, <laughs> I just happen to be sailing or rope climbing. To be the sailing rope climbing portion. Yeah, which is a large part of the game. <laughs> People are like, oh, you used to... I think I'm just going to go around taking selfies, like, <laughs> like you said. Yeah, it's a good plan. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I haven't... Oh, God, what else have I been playing? That's about it. That's good. That's fine. We're already over time. It's cool. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Well, what are you playing? I actually got... And I think you're going to be mad because it's in your car, but I got to play Carcassonne oh, while we watched uh, True Detective. Oh, that sounds like a really good day. It was. It was a very nice night. <laughs> Carcassonne. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's actually nothing like Sellers of Catan, but in my brain I equate them, but it's like I get I, I get Sellers of Catan. I'm bad at it, and I find it boring, which I know that's like the go-to game for a lot of people. So yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan. But Carcassonne. I own it. It was a gift, and, and I actually really like it. The person who gave it to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Carcassonne's a cool game. Huh? We actually have you played it yet? I I played it with you once on a, cell on a phone. plane yes. on a cell phone. I had that realized. I was like, I played this on a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know this game. And I watched an episode of Tabletop about it. And it looks super fun. It is. It's it's simple enough. Because when we played it on the plane, we played it with TJ, and TJ wouldn't let us use farmers, (laughs) which ruins Carcassonne. Are farmers an integral part of every one of these games? Basically, yeah. Yeah, They're very good. Uh, The problem is we played it with, with people that knew what... It was me and my girlfriend playing against two people that knew what they were doing, and we learned as we went, but as like a... They're like, all right, I put this here, and I get nine nine points. We're like, why? Like, oh, because if you do this, you get nine points. They're like, well, that... It's good to know. What about when I did that? Like, well, you didn't do it right. <laughs> oh. it's, it's like when I play Munchkin with you. Yeah, well, you got to oh. learn, Noah. Oh, I love the Munchkin. The rulebook was available to everyone. No, it wasn't. I keep catching crap for this. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You took it and put it on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> well, just put your head in my lap. Then you'll see the rules. Oh, wait, you don't want to put your head in my lap? Well, uh, tough for you. It's not my fault. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Someone that knows how to play Munchkin. Yes. As angrily and vindictively. Anyway, I got my girlfriend to play Munchkin. She stabbed me in the back so hard. She dropped me like three levels in one round. I was like, you whore. (laughs) You walk home. Like, what? That's that's a good friendship ending game. It it is, but I'm like, but she's like, but that's how you're supposed to play. I'm like, grumble, grumble. You're not supposed to get it so fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're supposed to learn. <laughs> I win a couple times, <laughs> and then I want to play anymore. <laughs> Does anybody else get way too attached to their character in Munchkin, or is it just me? Gonna, I get really attached to my character, especially if I get like a steed. I'm like, I'm a flying elf with a magic tiger, and I'm going to win and cool, and then somebody takes my race. I'm like, oh. You ruined my whole backstory. Oh, they played the race <laughs> I card. I had so much backstory. <laughs> There is, yeah, there are literally race cards there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to do this real quick. Uh, I got the uh, Genesis collection for my PlayStation, and there is one game that I never got to play that I always wanted a Sega Genesis for. Road Rash. No, not Road Rash, but I do love Road Rash. That was on on Super Nintendo, I think. No, it was only on Genesis. No, you know what it was? There was a uh, Road Rash-esque game in uh, Virtual Bart, the Simpsons game. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of right now. Because you could kick people and whip them. And okay. In any case, the one game that I've always wanted to play was Sonic Spinball. Because yeah. I love Sonic and I love pinball. Uh, that game, first off, full of nightmare fuel. Because <laughs> you're still battling Robotnik, but it's terrifying scorpion Robotnik <laughs> or multiple-headed blood-vomiting Robotnik. Uh, but it, it has the uh, the save slate feature. So it's just like, oh, you can save whenever you want. So basically, you beat the first level because the first level's really forgiving and then the second level's impossible. <laughs> so as soon as you get to like a different area, you're like, well, let's just save. <laughs> Forget this. All right, there we go. So I've saved probably a hundred times <laughs> so far. Because it's just like, now nah, I'm going down the hole. Nope, not doing this again. <laughs> Forget this. Especially like when you're battling the boss, if like you mess something up, it takes you to the bottom of the machine. And I'm like, nah, I'd rather not. <laughs> not. I'm not having that much fun. <laughs> and you fight a helicopter, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we end all of our games, or all of our shows with a game. Sorry, <laughs> falling asleep. 
This week, we are putting up Marvel Zombies Christmas Carol. <laughs> this will be the last time we put it up. So either it gets it gets won by someone else this week, or we, we'll take it off the board. John, what did you play? Or bring? Nothing. I totally forgot. You forgot a prize? I forgot. I oh thought that's gosh. what that was. I'm just going to take this, then. No, yeah. I just picked that up. Oh, I'm the worst person ever. Gonna I was going to make sure you had a prize. We but then you showed up with, with this Mage the Awakening book that yeah. I just assumed that's what you were getting rid of. If anybody wants it, I'll, I'll get it for you. Well, there you what, go. What do you mean you'll get it for you? Uh, uh, steel. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no, Is that I, not yours? Did you take that from Jester's? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, it's not mine. I was just reading it. Oh. Well, okay, then. You better, big, you better dig in your wallet or something. Oh, Find a dollar. This has never happened on the show. Oh, I'm the, the worst. Where we've done forty I had shows. A great, uh, There's a I picture got, of a girl in here selfieing in front of a dragon. <laughs> Please don't throw things at me, audience. All right, we'll we'll, we'll get a substitute prize for oh, the prize. I, feel, I, I really oh. feel lame. <laughs> it's good. That's the appropriate feeling. Ah. Uh. I'm so disappointed in myself because I had I had a prize. I really thought it would be a mage book, not a not a core book, a really random book that if yeah, you don't play World of Darkness, it will do. John you no Minus has brought us Assassin's Creed Lineage oh, on Blu-ray. Ooh, yay! <laughs> now to play host versus guest versus audience is not a bad miniseries, despite the fact that. Messing it up. <laughs> we need an audience member to play, but they need to bring a prize as well, since we, and by we I mean me, have put up these great prizes. What have you guys brought this week? This week we have Chip and Tail Undercover Critters on VHS. That's awesome. There's a family guy on UMD for your for your, your PSP Ooh. and a deck of is that magic cards? Black deck magic cards. Ooh. Oh, that's winning. Someone brought uh, Mad Money on DVD, and that's that's all they brought. They didn't bring that damn uh, bow and arrow that I that is forbidden to be used as a prize <laughs> from now on. John, even though you didn't bring anything, you are still our uh. guest. So the choice is yours. What would you like to play for? Would you I, like to play for uh, the Magic Cards in the UMD? Would you like to play for Chippendale Rescue Rangers or Mad Money on DVD? No. You can't choose the bow um, I think I would like to play for the Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Chippendale. Come on up here, special guest. some crimes go slipping through the cracks, but these two gumshoes... I don't have the rights to that song. That is a really racist cover. Yeah, I was just about to say. Oh, I hope this has they're, a good... They're dressed in like the little the Chinese hats. And they're in a rickshaw. And it's, it might as well be called like Chippendale Chinatown. <laughs> I'm going to take you out of Chinatown. That they would say Chinatown that. has that something for everybody. <laughs> this is Chinatown. And, it's, and there's, uh, there's another adventure called Three Men and a Booby. <laughs> Not making that up. I guess it's the bird. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. There's no case too big. No case. I don't own that song. <laughs> I don't own it. 
Now, since uh, I always try to cater the game uh, towards the guest, and since uh, me and John were, were a part of that contest and we did well, but then things fell short, <laughs> uh, we're going to play Jump the Shark. <laughs> Jumping the Shark is uh, a term uh, coined by uh, Happy Days when Fonzie jumped a shark on, uh, on water skis, and it's the moment that things go downhill for a show or franchise. When they sell out, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Now, there used to be a website called uh, jumptheshark.com, and it's gone. And it's no. been replaced with Bone the Fish. <laughs> so this is all from bonethefish.com. I will tell you the franchise, and I will give you the top four moments that people have voted are the moment that they jump the shark. You need to tell me what's number one. Everyone will get a chance to guess. We're going to start with Chuck on the yeah. first question. Oh, by the way, you didn't introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Chuck. Hey, it's Chuck. Hey, Chuck. Welcome back to the show. Oh, you're going to give all four? We have I'll to give, guess yeah, I'll number. give okay, all four, gotcha, and then gotcha. you guys I can... I can see the back of your paper from here. Oh, okay. Right. Well, don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is not like circled or anything, oh, okay. so I think you'll be fine. All right, we're going to start with Star Wars. When oh. is the moment that Star Wars jumped the shark? Is it when Anakin was revealed to be an emo bitch? <laughs> what the website says. Day one... Which is insulting. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks or Phantom Menace? Chuck B, what are you thinking? Was Jar Jar Binks in Phantom Menace? Yes. I'm going to go with Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Uh, Jar Jar. You with Jar Jar. You can say the same answers as each other if you want. Oh, can we? Yes. I'm, I think I'm also going to go with Jar Jar then. Going to go with Jar Jar. The correct answer is... The Phantom Menace. Points for Chuck. Yeah. I really thought Ewoks. (laughs) Ewoks was number five. Ewoks was number five on the list. Yeah. Well, you guys are are way late. (laughs) All right, John has to answer first on this one. And the franchise is Dragon Ball. (laughs) Uh, Was it the Manjing Boo saga? Which I'm probably saying wrong. Majin Boo saga? Was it the movie Evolution? Did it never jump the shark and it's still <laughs> awesome? Or was it the fact that nobody stays dead? I I really like Dragon Ball, and actually the thing I was going to bring was Dragon Ball related, so I, it's even suckier. Um, that is sucky. Uh, let me see. I'm going to say the movie. Going to go with Evolution. Well, I'm going to go with the, the comic book that nobody stays dead. Nobody stays dead. I'm going to go with Majin Buu. Well, that would be correct. <laughs> Majin Buu. <laughs> I didn't hate the Buu saga. Really? Yeah. I didn't hate Buu I got really either. bored with it. Like, I, just didn't so, I mean, care. Cell was better and a better GT ending, was the but. fifth option. <laughs> just in case you were I think wondering. GT well, wasn't was... Buu right before GT? Yeah, but yeah. Buu, it, yeah. it wasn't awful. He was boring. I like I like when... Uh, it, it Wasn't that when uh, Vegeta had a mustache? That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> When T.J. Del Reno had a mustache. <laughs> Take that, T.J. <laughs> show you. Well, we start with you for this one, okay. as we should, because it's Alien. Uh, ooh. Ooh. All right. Was it the third movie? Was it the Alien Baby from the fourth movie? Ooh. Was it the Alien versus Predator movies? Or was it when they cloned Ripley? Uh, Is, mm, could go with Alien Baby. Alien Baby. 
Chuck B, what are you thinking? I'm going to go with the third. Well, no, I'm going to go with when they cloned Ripley. When they cloned Ripley. Yeah. I'm going to say Alien Baby. Alien Baby. The fourth movie's great, guys. How dare you? I liked it up until... That's why I was like, it's not... I liked the fourth movie until the Alien Baby. Yeah, okay. I get to... However, the correct answer is the third movie. Yeah. Yeah, That was my first... I don't like the third movie. The third movie's not good. It's about about prison rape. Ew. (laughs) Kind of... It is. I you know it is. I thought that was the second one. Oh. No, the second one's the best. Yeah, Aliens game is over, amazing. Man. <laughs> no, there's actually a lot more game. I'm sorry. Starting with Chuck B. The Simpsons. Was it the death of Maud Flanders? The Gump Roast. If you don't know what that is, that's uh, the fifth clip show episode of The Simpsons. Uh, season 10 in its entirety. Or that 90s show, which is where Homer goes to college and invents grunge. It's a good episode, in my opinion. Uh, Margarine! Yes! Can can I get the choices again? The choices again are uh, The Death of Maud Flanders, uh, The Gump Roast, which is a clip show, uh, Season 10, and That 90s Show. Uh, I'm going to go with Season 10. Season 10. When when was the monorail episode? Super early. (sighs) Monorail. 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 It's you. Yeah, it's you. John, is your choice. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, I got carried <laughs> away with the monorail. singing the monorail song. Uh, I'm very sensitive about the symptoms. I don't about the Simpsons. I still like it, and I don't care. Um, <laughs> Speaker par- does not agree with. I've angered God. Um, <laughs> So I'll just I'll just say uh, I don't know tenth season because I don't think he's jumped tenth season. Yeah, I also want to say tenth season. Oh, going with the tenth season. I don't even know what tenth season. Believe it or not, it's the death of Maud Flanders hmm. was considered the moment where they jumped the shark. I only thought I asked about the monorail episode because that Conan O'Brien wrote that, and he personally feels that after he wrote that is when the show got too. They tried to be as silly as his episode, and he was like, "I never meant for you to do that." Huh. And he's like, that's when it got bad. Well, uh, there's an episode like later on where they're just walking around and there's like this destroyed monorail just in the background. <laughs> like they never cleaned it up, <laughs> which I always thought was hilarious. Monorail. All right. So no points. No points on that one. And we're going to start with uh, John and it's uh, Back to the Future. Mm. When did Back to the Future jump the shark? Was it uh, the second movie? Uh, Doc's love story and kids? Did it never jump? Or the Old West? Or surprise fifth option, uh, fake hoverboards? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say, and again, this is my opinion because I don't know what people say, um, that it never jumped the shark. I like all of them. Never jumped. Will? My opinion is that it never jumped the shark either, but I want to go with the second movie. Okay. I'm going to go with the third movie. The Wild West. That's the third movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with The Wild West. You've never seen Back to the Future. No, I've never seen Back to the Future or Star Wars or The Simpsons. (laughs) What? Yeah. It's The Simpsons you should have seen, like, just walking down a hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The correct answer is it never jumped the shark. Uh, Back to the Future is awesome. I just... I say second movie because it was never supposed to happen. Yeah, I get that. So I I thought maybe the internet would be mad about it. 
No, they're not mad. All right, well, good. It's it's awesome. They're all great. So. Yes. Uh, all right, we start with Will, and it's YouTube. Hmm. When did YouTube? It's on the website. Jump the shark. When it's when they added ads over videos. Uh, when it was bought by Google. Uh, too many copyright rules, or too many movie uh, music copyright rules. They are separate. Oh. See, I really? want to go with when they took off the Vuvuzela button. <laughs> <laughs> that was a solid feature. <laughs> and I miss it. <laughs> did they really do that? They really did that. Yeah. Well, during the uh, the World Cup in South Africa, they added an option that was shaped like a soccer ball. It was a little button. When you press it, it would just play Vuvuzelas over top of <laughs> whatever you were watching. So I would find, like, the Normandy landing from Saving <laughs> Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, Braveheart, like Mel Gibson giving a speech. And <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Uh, ads over videos. Ads over videos. Chuck. Uh, I'm going to go with the music copyright infringement music thing. Copyright for, whatever infringement the fourth thing. choice was. Okay. Well, you can still watch the the Wiz in its entirety on YouTube, so I would say never jump the shark. <laughs> but uh, if ease on to, down, ease on down the road. Yes, if forced to give an answer, I will say uh, ads over videos. Oh, the correct answer is too many music copyrights. Nice. Points for Chuck B. I've never seen YouTube either. I have no idea. <laughs> you can actually watch the entire Mario Brothers movie too. So. This is all just blind guessing. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are these people, and why do they have opinions? <laughs> this is what the people on BoneTheFish.com voted on. All right, music copyright laws. Are they all lawyers? Like, what? <laughs> no, they all made AMVs and yeah. got really upset when George Lucas took them down. Will. I had a really good AMV that had <laughs> like a couple thousand views. And LucasArt was like, nah, you can't. It's forbidden. Like, I got an email from LucasArt <laughs> that said no. <laughs> uh-uh. Dear sir, no. <laughs> Regards. All right, we're going to start with Chuck B on this one. Yeah. And it's Futurama. Ooh. Uh, was Another wh- thing I haven't seen. What? She's going to nail Do it. You, okay. Uh, was it the f- uh, when it was canceled the first time? Uh, was it day one? Uh, <laughs> was that. it when Leela gives Zap pity sex? Or has it never jumped? I'm going to go with... Uh, Say it into a microphone. Uh, I'm going to go with the first time it stopped airing. First time it was canceled. Yeah. All right. John Minus. Uh, again, I say I love Futurama too. <laughs> so... Um, but I think probably when it stopped airing, All right. that's, I think that's what they're going to say. William. It's uh, also my answer. Futurama has never jumped the shark. <laughs> oh, I disagree. Wow. I disagree I, too. lost the magic. I like, I the like Bender's too. game and that was it. New stuff is good. Now, you're wrong, but it's, it's good. There's some really no. nice stuff. Nah. Flying Spaghetti Monster. Uh, when they when they play uh, Texas Hold'em, hilarious. Uh, one episode where Leela has pity sex with with Zap Brannigan. Yeah. That's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I love Futurama. I stand by it. Uh, all right, uh, starting with John Minus. Uh, when did Ben Affleck jump the shark? <laughs> There's five choices for this one, and these are legitimately all choices. Uh, was it when it was? Tur- it turned out that he was going to play Batman. Uh, the 
Benifer. Day one. How dare they? Geely. Or has he never jumped? So by day one, does it mean his birthday? (laughs) This this guy is shot out of the vagina (laughs) over a shark. Um, His his mom's a fish. (laughs) Water birth. Um, Fish lay eggs. Uh, Jiggly. Jiggly? Yeah. See, I want to say he never jumped the shark. But he, he, he kind of, like he did with Geely a little bit, but then he went back on track. Gotcha. It was awful. So, so. going with Geely? Yeah. Well, Geely started because he was dating Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to go with never. You're going to go with never. I would go with never as well. Yeah! It doesn't but mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's right. He jumped the shark with Benifer. Yeah, uh, I should have said that. Yeah. Benifer came did. first, guys. Benifer. All right, Will, starting with you. Uh, Sesame Street. When did Sesame Street jump the shark? Uh, was it when they put Cookie Monster on a diet? No. When Jim Henson passed away? Elmo? Just just Elmo in general? No. Or when Kermit the Frog left the show? Uh, the, the Cookie Monster Eats Vegetables thing. Okay. That, that garbage. I'm going to go with Cookie Monster Eats Vegetables. Cookie Monster Eats Vegetables. Yeah, Cookie Monster Eats Vegetables. You're all wrong. What? Elmo. Elmo ruined Sesame Street. What? I don't know how. According to the internet. Internet's Were they even really around? Was the internet even around? No, it wasn't. In fact. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> All right, last question. Last question. Starting with Chuck B. Cartoon Network. Ooh. When did Cartoon Network jump the shark? Uh, when it gives... <laughs> this is how they worded it. When it gave anime the finger... Uh, Live-action shows, when it got rid of the classics, other than Tom and Jerry, or when it got rid of Looney Tunes. What's the classics? Classics like Hanna-Barbera, Flintstones, Don Coyote. (laughs) Don Coyote. That's not a fair question, because I grew up in the golden age of Cartoon Network, and then, I don't know, like, they kind of jumped the shark when they brought live-action in, but at the same time, like, they brought it back with Flapjack and Chowder. Yeah, and a, they pulled like, a Ben Affleck. Like, like they went off the course shark, a little bit, but, but they're I'm back. But I'm going to go with live programming. Finally, we have something that Chuck has seen <laughs> and has opinions about. We're going to go with live-action? I'm going to go with live-action, because that's when I stopped watching, because it was in between Adventure Time and nothing. Gotcha. Sorry. That's fine. Down minus. Yeah, they when, once they started having like like I like the Adult Swim live action stuff. Like I love Eagleheart, um, but the daytime stuff, we, yeah, it was yeah bad. like Break in the Wall or Hole in the Wall or whatever that yeah. stupid show is. Yeah, yeah, they, it started to become like Nickelodeon, and I don't like Nickelodeon. So yeah, the live action stuff. Live action. Well, mm, I'm gonna go with when they gave anime the middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> it deserved it though. Will. Has successfully made it through the whole game without <laughs> scoring a point. Yeah! yeah! Because it is when they started live action. Yeah! <laughs> which means Chuck B is our winner! Yeah! Enjoy Mage of the Awakening, <laughs> Reign of the Exarch. After you pay for it. After I After pay for it. After it's been paid. Enjoy paying for no, Chuck, you, you Chuck, you grab your prizes. All right. I'm actually going to send. 
I'm going to send you the, the present. All right. That yeah. sounds good. <laughs> I really Give it up for that. Chuck B. <laughs> Chuck B is qualified for the next championships of champions, which nope. I don't think has any guests in it yet. Oh, no, it's got the Wojcicki brothers, who probably who probably won't come. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but they have qualified. That should be some point in the, the not-too-far future. Uh, John, before we get out of here, anything you need to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, I have my podcast is on www.nonproductive.com. It's the Alter Negro Show. Um, we have the Decepticomics show at Broadway Comedy Club on April 4th at 8 p.m. So if you happen to be around New York City, and which is like you know two and a half hours away. If you happen to be around this New York City. This is going to be on the internet. So. Oh, yeah. They might be. If you, if the, does the internet reach to New York? I, I, um, think, it, I think they just got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's April fourth at Broadway Comedy Club, so you can come see us there. And um, my yeah, like my Twitter is Don Coyote, so you follow me and get more of this awesomeness. <laughs> that that was pretty awesome. Twitter? <laughs> he just said, oh, he yeah. said it. Yeah, D O N C O Y O T E. I meant to say Tumblr. He had I the didn't. first Twitter. <laughs> I forgot. Were you not listening? <laughs> I forgot all about that. Uh, Will anything to add? Yeah. All right. Uh, if you'd like to see Will do comedy, we'll be doing <laughs> comedy tomorrow at the Tap Rooms. Comedy with a curveball. I highly recommend you guys come. It will be a taping of a plus two comedy uh, future web show. Uh, comedians will have to perform while suffering some sort of curveball. Should be fun. Uh, next week on the 27th, we're going to have Garrett Smith here, stand up comedian Garrett Smith, and also the host of I Like to Movie Movie. Uh, April 3rd uh, is to be announced. We don't have our guest lined up yet. And April 10th, we're canceled. So don't come on <laughs> April 10th. Not there, forever. There won't be a show, but I'll be doing a, uh, a stand-up comedy show at Luna Comics in Philadelphia if you guys want to come. Uh, please be sure to check us out on uh, iTunes and give us a five-star review. It super helps with our algorithm and makes us popular, so give us a five-star review. You can also check us out on Twitter and vote for us on podcastland.com and make us the podcast of the month be greatly appreciated we would like to thank ben affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of gotham city safe this is the plus two comedy podcast thank you so much this episode of the plus two comedy podcast was brought to you by amazon.com please click the banner below and shop as normal to support the plus two comedy podcast